0: taylor and this is my co-host brooks Uh, i'm not gonna continue i feel like i don't want to do introductions where i explain what we do every single time so i think maybe we'll just always do that you know like welcome to we found podcast got our intro going and then um and then
1: here's and then here's what we got written on yeah
0: here's what we got written on the the coffee table discussions for the day i got being a man of principles um not picking and choosing your own rules and uh Keeping your moral compass straight through action. What do you got?
1: I've got, and we can pick and choose, I know, depending on time, but I've got the crazy deaf stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) Relationship between cost and quality. And should kids be forced to at least try sports at a young age? And then I wrote yes and circled it. Perfect. (laughs) All right. All right. Off the races, go ahead. Dude, I was just like,
0: the other day when I sent this over, when I texted you and David with this this one, being a man of principles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was because um, I saw this guy in this video, dude, and it just like really frustrated me. And I shouldn't let it get to me. I, I have learned to not really like think, worry about so much what other people are doing.
1: Because what they're doing isn't affecting your life.
0: Yeah, what they're doing isn't affecting my life. But I I just don't want to be... I, I don't have room in my life, I don't think, for people... Who are like this. And what happened was, it was this guy, right? And he... <clears throat> he's a pretty successful guy. But he, like, smokes and drinks and, uh, you know, does whatever he wants and and pretty much just like a regular joke. Like, I don't have a problem with you smoking or drinking. But yeah. then he posted this video of him baptizing his kid in the LDS church. And I was like, bro. Like, one... Take one. You gotta be worthy to do that, first of all, which means that you... Told the person who interviewed you that you were worthy when you were not because you wouldn't be worthy if you were doing those things. And two, I, I don't even care if you are or aren't worthy. I just don't like that you're pretending, like, why are you pretending to be per- one person here but a different person here? You know, like, it's okay to not be LDS and not drink and not, and not do all these things or, or, like, or drink and smoke and do whatever you want, but, like, I, it just bothers me when you. I just don't like you not living up to the principles that you say that you live up to. That bothers right. me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I and know. I mean, do you think in the end God's gonna accept this fraudulent baptism?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the child is
1: innocent. Like, probably not. <laughs> <The>
0: child's innocent. <laughs> they're, they're good to do whatever they want.
1: Just not good enough. <laughs> not good
0: enough. <laughs> but no, it just it just frustrated me, man. Like, I, I don't know why. I mean, I shouldn't let like, it get to me. Like, honestly it's just me being judgmental like live your own life but I just, I, I, I like people who live up to their own moral compass, up to their own principles, you know, like or or if you don't want to live up to certain principles, that's fine but don't pretend that you do. Like if you don't want to live up to the principles that are set aside for that specific religion or that faith or, or, you know, that group of people, that's fine but don't pretend that you do.
1: Yeah. I mean that's what I try to do even on this show. I mean it's based a lot on like entrepreneurship and sobriety and sometimes faith and stuff like that and I don't ever I'm never like yes I do hear what you're saying about yeah. God yeah. like no you, I agree with you completely.
0: Me. yeah you don't have to agree with me completely that's fine
1: but I just can't say I do yeah I, just, I shouldn't can't, be can't, saying yeah. that I do just to,
0: just to appease for the folks the, at home. yeah appease the audience right yeah. so it just bothered me like if you're a man of principles even if your principles are different than mine just just live live up to them right i feel mm-hmm. like the most successful people in life have Decided on a code of principles or code of conduct, and they live by that code of conduct. And that's what will make you happy because you have inner peace with the fact that you're doing the things that you deem acceptable in life. You, and it's okay to have things that you deem acceptably different. Like right. your acceptable and my acceptable are different. And it doesn't matter which one as long as you are living up to the ones that you have determined are acceptable. Right. And if you say that you're LDS, then you say that you're living up, then those are the acceptable principles. But you can't say that and then not do it. It's not. Yeah,
1: that essentially would be like me saying that I'm LDS and then finding a child to baptize.
0: Yeah, and then,
1: like, for what purpose? You don't even believe it. And then that kid's that. screwed for life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I went on to say, um, yeah, you don't get to pick and choose rules, right? So, like, it just goes back to, like, you don't get to pick and choose the rules that you want to follow, right? If you want to be a part of a team, it's like, it's like going into the, the army, right? Um, mm. I had no problem with them letting females into combat arms the problem was that they were changing the it was standard. A it was, it a was a different, different standard, standard
1: for men and women. For men and women. When it's the same role.
0: When it's the same role. Same position, same stress of war, same shit. combat. Same yeah, same stuff. But then you want to have different standards. Like, I don't care about you being here, but you got to live up to the same standard. Because, like, how can I lean on you and expect you to have my back if you're not even capable of doing things that you want to, like, should be accepted to do?
1: Yeah, I've always said that, too. I mean, I know some badass women out there that would make great infantrymen and kick the shit out of me. Yeah, like absolutely. Very much so. and Or who are smarter than me, more strategically inclined. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not... I don't think that they can't not do the job. I think that changing the standards is ridiculous. Because you're, you're doing the same thing. It was like in Hawaii sometimes, it's a little frustrating, and I'd like to precursor this by saying I totally understand the reasoning. Um, but... Like when we go to the field and stuff, when when it's available, not like on on deployment or whatever, in in like, in the actual shit, but every time we would go to the field, you know, we'd be out there for a week and a half, two weeks, but the female soldiers, mm-hmm. in our company, would get shuttled to and from back to base so that they could shower. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Again, precursor. I totally understand the reasoning. Infection. You know. There's plenty of it. higher risk of infection, and why risk that infection when you're not in an actual war? I get it. But that is... What happens when
0: we are in an actual war?
1: Right, exactly.
0: Like, you can't uphold the same standard. And it's not a knock. It's just, like, a fact of life. Same thing. And it just goes back to, like, the very simple stuff. You don't get to pick and choose your rules. Like, I don't get to pick and choose what the world throws at us. It's just what the world threw at us. And now we have to work our way through it. Right. And, And that is just a reality of life. And if you're not willing to accept that, then life is going to be difficult for you. So and you're, and you're
1: supposed to train how you fight.
0: Yeah, exactly. Supposed to train how you fight. I don't know. So I, I just, I was like, I was really like uh, emotional or just uh, like peaked when I sent you guys that message because I was just so irritated with. I had seen it so many times. Pe- like even in hair school, you know, when we were hair school, I, I was with a lot of girls who would be, you know, sleeping with their boyfriends and doing all these things, and and then like, oh yeah, we want to get married in the temple, and I'm like, that's so interesting because. You're not allowed to do that if you're having premarital sex. Right. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying, which one do you want? Yeah, well, I Cause mean... like, that's the requirement for that, that religion. And, like, right. if you want to be a part of that religion, then you can't just pick and choose the rules that you want to follow because then you're not really... You don't really believe in that faith.
1: Right. And for clarity for people that aren't Mormon, um, obviously, I know that you've had premarital sex a million times, you know what I mean, in the past. Yeah. But what is the time frame, do, do, What do you have to do to be re become worthy? Like, I'm curious as to um, like what, what what is the checklist?
0: What is the checklist? So, you have to talk to your bishop. Okay. And then you have to go through like a process of repentance. And then you have to not do that. Repentance
1: is uh, a- like, acknowledging sin and asking to be asking forgiven for, for
0: it. Yeah, yeah. And like understanding that your actions were incorrect and then not doing them again. And right. like, you know, so when I started going back to church, I didn't do that anymore like I, because I was yeah I, I just didn't do that anymore and then it, it was like hard for me because I was like in school with these girls and t- trying to change my life and it was confusing time for me because I was like man maybe it's not that big a deal and like that's when I chose to like set my my code of conduct and be like okay these are the rules I'm gonna live by this is how I'm gonna do it and it was from there it was it was difficult and confusing and hard because you see people picking and choosing their rule their the rules that they want to follow and it's hard to be the one who decides in a group of people who are saying that it's acceptable to do something to say that it's not acceptable anymore. Especially coming from me, right? Who had previously been the guy that was like, "This is okay and acceptable," and, and I've done this a bunch of times. I'm like, I, I have been down that path, so it's a, it's really hard for me to look you in the face and be like, "I disagree with you," when you're like, "Really?" Because your life says otherwise, right? You know? And
1: and I know. Um, I mean, this, I'm here to be this guy, so. I apologize in advance, I don't. you might not love it, but can you apply that same thing to an entire religion in the way that, and trust me, I'm not taking a shot at the church right now. Yeah. I'm just saying, does it seem to you that the religion adapts to culture? Like, uh, until a certain time, black people weren't allowed in the priesthood. Yeah, until absolutely. a certain time, tattoos were not accepted. Until very recently, tattoos were not accepted. Yeah. So it's like, are, are they just adapting so that they can stay Religion, kind of, Concurrent. kind of, stay and grow with the culture yeah, and yeah. the old, the things they said back then. They're still true, but now we're a little more lenient on it. I, I'm that's not trying it. to yeah, put yeah, you on the spot either. No, 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 you're
0: fine. I, I, I get that question a lot, dude, and that's a question that a lot of people have to answer, especially from the church. It's a very difficult question to answer, dude. Like, the answer, the answer is, ah, the answer is, I don't have the answer. Right. That's what the answer. Is like, I don't know. You're not why. an apostle. Yeah, I'm not an apostle, and like, I don't know why those rules were made. I don't know why why the mistakes that have been made were made. I honestly could not tell you a lot of the, there are rules that I don't understand currently. Right. You know, I I don't, I never understood why the tattoos things was a big deal. Like I get it. Your house is a temple and people do take things too far. And there's like self mutilation, you know, like whatever, dude. I just like, I don't have all those answers. and i don't pretend to know all those answers. All I know is that the code of conduct that the church provides and the thought of afterlife, And heaven and spending eternity with my family all of those things bring me peace of mind and make my life better and that's why I choose to live those standards and I'm not saying anybody else has to live them I'm just saying that it works for me and and I choose to live by that code of conduct and so therefore it means that I don't get to break the rules like that's why I haven't gotten any more tattoos since I got back there are tattoos on my chest piece I still want to finish it right but I agreed to these codes these rules and therefore, I don't feel correct doing it because it's breaking the principles that I agreed to live by. So, I, so,
1: so, just so I understand more. So, you're saying you you can join the Mormon Church if you have pre-existing tattoos. You yeah. can't get any new ones. Um,
0: the, I don't know. I'm yeah, not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to break down the fucking no, rules yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there Mormon there was either. there was like a. The church has used to be anti-tattoo, and from my understanding, there was a, a thing and. Dude, honestly, like I don't even know all the rules. So people right, th- exactly. will probably correct me in the comments and say that I'm incorrect. And I'm just speaking from my understanding. There was, there was a, a, a thing called the strength of youth. It's a pamphlet that comes out. Mm-hmm. right? And in the pamphlet, it said, it didn't say that they approve of tattoos. What it said is that they, they are encouraging you to treat your body correctly. And however you see that as fit is good, I think. And so it was like this people were like oh okay so they're not super anti tattoo but right. they didn't strictly come out and say we aren't anti tattoo they didn't also say we are for tattoos they just said we're indifferent you know pretty much so Makes like sense.
1: sorry about the tangent
0: Oh you're you're fine so like yeah we got off we got off base but like that that was just like for me you know that my understanding of the church when I like came back and started living this particular lifestyle was that like that was n- uh, not an okay thing to do so i i still I question that one regularly, yeah, of course, because there's tattoos that I want to get done and, and I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing. But I also agreed to be a part of the church and that church, and that comes with certain rules, whether I agree with them or don't agree with them. It's the same thing like with a police officer, right? If you become a police officer, like I, I drive over the speed limit all the time.
1: For sure. Every Me single too. day.
0: Every single day. But do I expect a police officer to? No, because you decided to be a police officer, which means you have to follow all the rules. And all you, the time.
1: and you don't get to argue with him if he pulls you over for speeding. He'd be like, ah, he's got, <laughs> yeah, exactly. got me."
0: You were speeding too, though. You, you had to speed to catch <laughs> yeah, me, bro. Yeah. yeah, so it's like this. You know, it's like this. You agreed to follow certain rules, so just just do them. Just live mm-hmm. by them. Yeah. You know. Same thing with like if you join a football team and the football team says you got to wear this outfit, then that's the outfit you got to wear. Right. Because. That's the
1: team you joined. It's like, but I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, like, well, you're, you're not on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're, you're on the 49ers. So you gotta wear a 49ers uniform. Exactly. There's
1: exactly. just certain,
0: certain code of rules and conducts that you agreed to live by, and therefore you should live by them. Right. I just think that that's the right thing to do. Then that brings us into, um, yeah, we kind of, dang, we kind of blasted through like all of those.
1: Oh, um, uh, did we? Uh, nice.
0: Well, they are kind of all correlated. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. That, that just brought us back to like my final one, which is like, your. Knowing all of those things, right? It is not easy for me. Like, do I want to get the tattoos? Yes. Are there things that I would like to do that are not in line with the stipulations that I have agreed to follow with the church? Of course. But you have to work out your moral your moral compass just like you have to work out your body and your intellect, right? So like you read books to get smart. You study stuff online to get smart. You lift weights at the gym to get stronger. You run outside to get faster. And just like all of those things, if you want your moral compass to be strong, then you have to practice discipline. And that's like saying no to things that you don't want to do. Like, I'm not going to have those beers this weekend because I told myself I wanted to take a break. I'm not going to, you know, moral compass. Um, I'm going to stand up because that person was doing something inappropriate to that other person. And I'm going to say something about it because that's uncomfortable, but I want to be a man of action. So, like, your moral compass needs work, just like everything else. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's important for people to understand. You know, it's standing up for the things that you're right. Like, is this conversation uncomfortable about the church? Yeah. But you were standing up for like you're curious, and I'm like, right. Defending the things that and it's uncomfortable because you're my friend, and I would be like, or saying, oh yeah, it's or saying, I mean, yeah. or
1: saying what it appears like to me on the outside. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So it's like uncomfortable, but being a man of principles means that like it's okay to be uncomfortable. Does it does it affect a good friend? It's someone who will go through the uncomfortability with you and be like, hey, man, I still love you regardless. We just have a differing opinion on that. A bad friend is someone who's like, I don't agree with how you're, where you're moral. Like, you know, I don't agree with that statement. And therefore, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Or I'm mad at you. Unless yes. it's completely ridiculous, you know. Like, I mean, that's
1: being friends is a, the the dictionary definition of what you just said. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, we disagree with that, like, on tons of stuff. Right but it doesn't mean that like it changes our friendship and, and so that's I and it guess, doesn't
1: come up that much
0: it doesn't it honestly doesn't we, like it, it, it's very easy to know like I know where your your life and standards and, and the things that you enjoy doing are and you know where mine are and like we find the common ground and that's where we stay
1: yeah like I mean and it's good and, and like, we don't have to compromise for each other or anything like that. You don't change anything when I come over. Yeah. I don't change anything when you guys come over. Yep. Like, I'm I'm not like, I'm not like, hey, all right, everyone, like when I have everyone over for food, I'm not like, all right, everyone, Trevor and Erica are coming over. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, no, just put the drinks away until yeah. they're gone. Like, yeah. I would never do that. Yeah, you have your the beer, only thing and I do it's is, your
0: house, and I don't care. And when you come over here, like, you know that I have sodas in the fridge and yeah, that's what there is I, I
1: probably try to say fuck like one or two times less when Erica's there. Yeah. But other than that, you know. Yeah, I, and that's just like out
0: I, of respect and courtesy, but not out of like... A, and
1: out of knowing you don't need me to censor myself and she doesn't need that
0: either. Yeah, it's just like, a, it's like looking out for each other, you know? And, and that's, that goes back to like your, your moral compass, right? Like it just needs to be honed like everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. Talking about deaf people.
1: Oh, dude! <laughs> Crazy deaf stuff. All right, buckle up, kids. Um, so, in the deaf community, there is an entire group of deaf people that look down upon people that get cochlear ear implants so that they can hear. That's, I know that's <laughs> whack. That's wildly insane. That's insane. That's like that's like some dude getting blown up in Iraq and losing a leg, and then like he gets a prosthetic leg, you know? And it, that's like being like. Boo, not even even an amputee. You're weak. (laughs) Not even an amputee. That
0: guy's fake. Fake. And then diving
1: diving further down that hole, and then I'll get to kind of like the point of bringing it up, even further down that hole, there are also that same group of people also don't respect deaf people that weren't born deaf. Yeah. It's like, whoa, why, why... and this is going into, like, kind of my thought behind um, it is, like, why does every tribe do this? Yeah. Like, like the deaf community is a tribe. The LGBT community is a yeah. tribe. You know, the military community is a tribe. We all have things, like, like in the military, like, freaking people that don't go to combat. Like, people yeah. that aren't in combat roles like we were.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, it's like, boo, Pogue, you suck. Yeah. Like, you didn't, you didn't even fight in the war. Yeah. You refueled my <laughs> trucks during the day. But... That's necessary. But anyways, yeah. I my thought is just like I feel like every tribe has that group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's it's, always someone being like, you know, that person's looked down upon because they don't do this same stuff that we do.
0: Yeah, I think it's I, – I have, I, have I have like conflicted feelings about this. <laughs> How? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I completely disagree with them doing that. Right, right. I have conflicted feelings because a lot of people you hear all the time right now, all the time. People say, it's because the victim mentality is glorified in America. And I which agree with can that. Be,
1: which it which can be. Yeah,
0: I can be. I agree with that. People like, people like sharing their victim story on the internet because it gets them a lot of sympathy and a lot of likes and a lot of this, that, and the other.
1: The best and, way I've ever heard it said is that victimhood kind of became a virtue in the past few years. Yeah,
0: victimhood became a virtue. But also, it, it is a catch-22 because being a victim... Can also, you can also be a victim while, while being the hero, right? right. So, like, with, with the deaf community people, for instance, right? right. You, you place the victimhood mentality, right? So, like, my life has been so hard because I've been deaf since birth. Yeah. So, victim, right? So, you could stop there and people give you a lot of attention because you're the victim. Right. But then, you can also use it a second step further and move on to becoming the hero. My life has been harder... And I have become successful, so therefore my journey can't be matched by your journey. So, see what I'm saying? So, it's like you can play it on both fields. You can play it from the victim mentality, and when people get sick of hearing that, you can play it in the I have come further than you mentality, and now I'm the hero. So, you can play like both sides of the field from that.
1: Right, rather than just looking down though, on the like, rather than being like using it as an excuse, even, and we're not just talking about deaf people here, I'm just using it because. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know we're gonna a there's, also, there's also the messages. thing of there's also the thing of like why And as far as being the victim goes. You could say, "Oh, well, I was born deaf and I'm proud to be deaf." And That person only succeeded because they got the cochlear ear implant and they can hear now. It's like, "Yeah. That yeah. is why." Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe hearing helped them live in the world that we live in. Yeah, and you know. Yeah,
0: it's 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 like Mhm. Yeah, I agree. It's hard because, you know, same thing with my story. You know, people hear it and they love the story. They're like, oh, you were an alcoholic and you overcame that and you've come so far. And like, that's great. But it starts off as me being the victim. Like, oh, alcohol did this to me. Yep. So you could use that in a sense along your journey. Right. And be like, oh, yeah, alcohol did this to me and yada, yada, yada. And then I overcame it. So first you're the victim and people have sympathy for you. Then you're the hero and people like you. Yeah. But in reality, there's really no place for you to be the victim. Like, I was never the victim of alcohol, man. I just chose to drink. Right. I, I Sure, I was an alcoholic, but it wasn't because my life was bad. It wasn't because I used alcohol as a coping mechanism. It wasn't because I was sad. People often think that's the case, dude. I yeah, it's never been d- it for me either. I literally drank because I was bored and it was fun.
1: Yeah, just like-
0: And then it became like a thing that I did all the time. And then it became a problem. Not because like, oh, my parents were mean to me and like that was never the case. Well, I feel, well, I there feel was like, no reason for me to do it. I just did it because I wanted right, to. Right.
1: I feel like that would be when I quit drinking. Yeah. It, like like I still drink obviously because I have no problems with it. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't ruin my life. I'm not doing it because I'm sad. I'm not doing it because I'm depressed. I'm not doing it because of PTSD from Iraq. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm doing it because uh, i like it and it doesn't and i'm not doing it to fix something yeah
0: and that's what happened to me it was just like that until it became a problem in my life and then and then it was like oh you know the people who i who i knew would value my advice are the people who were like who weren't who weren't telling me oh yeah yeah alcohol that can be so addictive it's so terrible that like it did that to you it didn't do anything to me alcohol is just a thing mm. i did it to me the people who understand that it's just a thing and it has no control over your life, you have control over your life, are the people who will take the things that I have to say and change their life with it. Yeah.
1: I think, summed up, what you're saying is like whether it be deaf, blind, alcoholic, you know, PTSD from the military, I think what everything you said summed up would kind of be the, like alcoholism can either be a part of your journey or it can be the journey.
0: The journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, going all the way back to the beginning with like people judging it's it's because they want to be a bigger victim than you right because it gets more sympathy you haven't I had it as hard that. as me because i've been deaf my whole life okay well who's the judge of hard because it would probably be extremely difficult to know what hearing is and then not have it right you know so like they're both difficult in their own right one or the other doesn't make you a victim either way it's a
1: tragedy right and you can even go off into crazy shit that we won't go into because it'll take forever but like uh, you could even go into being like well i'm i'm deaf and uh that's why I've had such a hard life, even though I grew up in, like, a gated community with perfect parents or something like that, and, like, some little kid that got his ass kicked for 18 years but could hear perfectly well but, <laughs> yeah. but got but got abused in his home. He's well, like, his, he's his, like you're right, you are the bigger victim because yeah. you can't hear. It's like, yeah. no.
0: Yeah, you're not. You're not. Yeah, it's all circumstantial. Yeah. And people just like to play the victim card to their benefit to get more sympathy and attention, which is, you know, sad because it used to be back in the day and, and that, like, the... The hero was the person who overcame the victimhood, right. not the person who was the victim. Right. It was the person who succeeded against all odds and trials.
1: Yeah, having a personal GoFundMe isn't a success story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: Anyways, we can move on to the next one. I'll just erase the relationship between cost and quality. We can do that another time. Okay. Um, since we're running on time. But uh, I put, should kids be forced to at least try sports at a young age? And I circled yes because I thoroughly believe that you should at least have them try. It's yeah. at a young age, teaches you discipline, teamwork, uh, just God, it gets you out with other kids. It yeah. socializes you. It's all these things. I know there's other things to do. And, well, I have a creative kid. It's like, cool. Let them still try sports. You know, yeah. if, they don't, if they really don't want to do it after trying like, yeah. a few of them, then, then pull them out and let them be who they want to be. Encourage them. Look,
0: man. Um, and sports could be lots of different things. Like yeah. It could be. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like rock climbing is a sport. It's a physical activity Absolutely. that requires you to do something, and it's competitive. Martial arts. Martial arts, sport. You know, there are tons of different sports. There can be one. Everyone needs to be physically fit in, in one way or the other. Like, it is a part of hum- humanity if you want to live a long, healthy, sustained life is doing some kind of physical activity to maintain your health. Right. And so if you can find one that your kid enjoys early on, then they will probably enjoy it for the rest of their life, and it's super beneficial. But they're not going to know if you're not willing to take the time to like, try them to new things, let them try new things, let them dislike new things. Just because they didn't like football, and you happen to like football as their dad, doesn't mean that they shouldn't play any sports. Right. You might not like that that kid likes to go ride bicycles around the neighborhood, but maybe that's his thing.
1: Or if they want to play soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dumb. 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 <laughs> You're grounded.
0: You're grounded, go home. You're no. grounded,
1: go play soccer in your room, <laughs> asshole.
0: You know, or yeah, you might have the kid that wants to play tennis, you know, and like that's not Ugh. your thing. But but if that kid likes playing tennis sure. and that's what keeps him fit, then like go be a supportive dad and do that. It's a sport still. So I agree with you. Kids should try sports, but it doesn't necessarily always mean that it's gonna be the thing that you like to watch or do.
1: Right. And yeah. or and, and and try is the key word there. Yeah, try. Try. Mm. Just yep. just try it. Yeah. Who knows what you'll like?
0: I I like... You know what's funny, dude? Ever since I was a kid, I have this weird vendetta against karate. Whenever people... I like jujitsu Because it's
1: the Dane Cook of martial arts? (laughs) Yes, dude. Freaking argue. Yes.
0: Oh, man. Because it's the Dane Cook of martial arts. Just because, yeah, like every nerdy kid in school is like, I take karate, and you're like, I'll beat you up still. You know? (laughs) Yeah. But, like... So it like kind of seemed like fake to me. It was like, oh, like all these kids know karate, but like, you can't, you're not going to hurt me. So yeah. all that training is for nothing. And it's, I think that's a terrible mentality. I to feel have. like karate
1: is a big one just because it's a good disciplinary, like the, like to learn discipline yeah. at a young age. Like I think it's but, good for a really young age. Like it's like but then there's like better
0: boom. ones, isn't there? Like jujitsu, for sure. Um, Muay Thai, like all these other. Oh, yeah, ones. those are way cooler. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. If my kid wants to do karate, I guess I'll live with it.
1: Well, we're going to have to. I'm, gonna, I'm already allowing soccer into the I'm gonna,
0: Yeah, and, and all the tennis, man. Come on. Well, Where's the, where's the Pickle, line for sports drawn? What, pickleball. Pickleball? <laughs> no pickleball. That's too much. It's too far.
1: It's yeah. just ping pong It's just, outside. <laughs> outside.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. I yeah. agree with you. I think every kid should try some sports and figure out what they like to maintain their, their health and their physical physical body, for sure. Agreed. I, I agree with that.
1: Cool man, well I think that covers all of our Again. topics. You got anything else?
0: That's all I got. That's all I got. Get out of my face.